welcome to another episode of SaceCast. My name is Maho and I'm your main host for today. You may notice that my co-host Asan is not with me here because we have a very special senior send-off episode where we'll have a close 10-minute chat with each of our four graduating seniors, Mike, Maisha, Michelle, and Asan. So let's get started. So, um, hello guys. So our first senior today, we have Mike. So, Mike, would you like to introduce yourself, uh, or you, like your role in SACE and things like that? Yeah, sure. My name is Mike Messina. I'm a senior. I'm double majoring in physics and political science, and I've been a part of SACE for all four years now. I was a freshman ambassador, and I was briefly a marketing chair as well my freshman year. Then the next two years, sophomore and junior year, I was a professional chair, and this year I am a senior advisor, possibly the first senior advisor that SACE has ever had. So that is that is where I am now at SACE. Oh, well, you've done a lot of positions. Like, what do you think your most like favorite position was, I guess? Mm, favorite position. I mean, they're all unique. I think senior advisor is cool because you get to kind of do whatever you want. You're not really beholden to any particular responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But um, I love to challenge a professional chair. You know, when mm. you're doing the cultural events, it's kind of easier to bring people out because it's it's maybe more of a fun draw mm -hmm. but professional chair you need to have some creative component to the events that you're doing or else you might not get a huge turnout so trying to solve that rubik's cube and balance the fun part with the professional part was was really interesting to me mm. yeah i didn't know you were a marketing chair mm -hmm. i will i was like marketing chair because we had our marketing chair drop out Ah. And so me and Yuhan, who was my other freshman ambassador, he's maybe my first co-chair in general at Binghamton, but uh, we kind of just filled in for that position a little bit. And that was kind of a kick in the pants for me, though, because they gave me like very specific small responsibilities mm -hmm. as marketing chair. And I did that. I don't think I even made graphics. I think I just like advertised to SACE Nationals or SACE Regionals mm. what our chapter did in mm -hmm. some Facebook group that I don't think is very active anymore. <laughs> but um, halfway through, like towards the end of the year, it was kind of too late. But I just had a realization where like I don't have to only do what people are telling me to do. Mm -hmm. I can be creative and, and push the envelope in terms of what I'm doing for any particular position. So that was probably the first, you know, version of that realization that I've had was as SACE marketing chair for the last... I don't know, three weeks of the year at that point or something like that. Mm. It was very brief, very I see, brief. I see. So this being a senior send-off episode, I think I kind of have to ask, like, what's your favorite memory mm -hmm. in SACE? In SACE, there's lots of memories. There is the one that definitely stands out. I feel bad because it's not really e-board per se, mm -hmm. um, the people who were there, but we were going up to conference a regional conference. I forget where it was. I've been to so many conferences at this point. They all just blur together in terms of location because mm -hmm. you don't really go out and see anything either when you go. You're just in the hotel. So I don't <laughs> even know where I am half the time. Might have been Boston or something like that, but we're going. It's me um, and some other people in the back. And it was Cameron who was driving, who was with us at the time. Uh, and I remember I'm in the passenger seat, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm asking, oh, yeah, does your car have a USB or, or whatever? And he's like, oh, yeah. He starts to look down and he's pointing at whatever. And then we look up and the car in front of us just slammed its brakes. So then Cam slams his brakes. Oh, no. We skid. We hear a loud screech. I distinctly remember smelling like burnt rubber right uh -huh. afterwards. And then we, we just ram into this car. And oh, no. so we're, you know, we're trying to make it up to, to this conference. Uh -huh. um, and here we are in a quite a fender bender we get mm. out we assess the damage his whole front hood is like accordioned together and his car was was gone at that point and we oh, were out no. of state too so it's not like we could really 
you know, it's not like he could go back and, and testify in court that it wasn't his mm-hmm. fault and stuff like that because the people in front of us stopped short. Um, and it was, it was like three or four cars ahead of us. Someone swerved. Uh, so then everyone behind them just stopped. Uh-huh. And that, uh, that did that to us. And then we got out. We stayed for several hours there while, you know, insurance was taken and the cops came and everything. We had to lift the rest of the way for like an hour and a half the rest of the drive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get nervous a lot. <laughs> I'm an introverted person. So like just knowing that I'm going to a conference where I have to talk to a lot of people, mm-hmm. I feel it in my stomach usually when I have to mm. do that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think it was the situation itself that made me super nervous. I think we were pretty calm about it. Um, but I think the impact might have like like sh- shaken me physically a little mm. bit. Not mentally, like mm-hmm. I was panicking. But I, I don't know. My stomach was fritzy, not just for that trip, but then for a week or two afterwards. So I feel like the impact kind of shook my insides a little bit but i'm okay now and everyone was okay <laughs> and cam's car god bless him because that car was <laughs> gone oh no but that was that was a fun time what year did you say time. that was that was probably last year i think my oh. junior year mm-hmm. yeah yeah i haven't been to a conference yet so yet. like i have Not no yet. idea what the conference vibes are or anything mm-hmm. so i guess that's something to look forward to when when things go back um, yeah, you mentioned like you were, you get nervous a lot, but you do such mm-hmm. like good, like public speaking. Mm, thank you. Yeah. It's something that I've had to work towards. I'm definitely introverted, which surprises some people because I have, I've grown to have a, a pretty big mouth. But, <laughs> um, yeah, one thing that's, that's helped me a lot with that is martial arts mm-hmm. because I went from taking Taekwondo, you know, just as a student mm-hmm. to then teaching little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically, that was my part-time job for a while. Mm. So it was kind of built in public speaking training and talking to people training. I mm-hmm. had to, you know, hold the attention of little kids for 30, 40 minutes at a time. <laughs> and that is that is a tall order. Yeah. Um, and I'd be doing that for various age brackets. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's them. Sometimes it's, it's you know, teens and adults. Sometimes it's, I'm teaching people who are, you know, 40, 50 years old, a lot older than me. And it was just that for several hours a day, multiple times a week. And that really forced me to, to work on my mannerisms and, and, you know, my posture, my speaking patterns. Mm-hmm. And I got formal training for it a little bit, too, which really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, then telling me how to command a room and how to, how to really hold attention and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then from there, also just changing your mindset, too. I remember around the same time, that's when I was in high school, really transitioning from middle school into high school. Um, it was sort of a conscious mindset choice for me to, to try to pursue that confidence and act confidently until I could actually feel confident Mm. when I'm talking to people. And I still, I love the connection with people. Like that's not a fake thing for me, but going through the motions of of having to do the small talk and engaging in conversations with the people, that is still difficult for me. And it's Mm. not that I don't enjoy it either. It's just that it is, it is draining. It takes a lot of energy. Even when I know everyone in a room, if it's a big room, I'll still get pretty nervous. Yeah, I feel like public speaking is something that I've been working on Mm because, like, research kind of helped me with that because you just have to present, like, in front of, like, a bunch of people and, like, two Mm -hmm. judges and things, like, every single time. And my teacher would make us rehearse so many times, but Mm. I feel like that definitely helps because now, like, even, like, I had a TED Talk for writing 111 the other day, but I was like, I got this. So Mm. (laughs) I I guess that's one of the benefits of my research experience and, yeah. Did you, well, did your parents just like put you in Taekwondo or was that something that you were like, I want to, I want to learn something? Yeah. So I was, so I'm adopted, right? I'm Korean and my parents are Italian. My family's Italian. So I'm culturally Italian, Mm -hmm. essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were looking for ways early on to sort of get me 
kind of sort of rooted in my culture and taekwondo mm. is korean and i'm korean mm. so that was one of the things that we tried that was the thing that stuck the best and it was at an age before i could really consciously you know think about it too much or make mm-hmm. choices so i did that and i also did little league baseball and that was, uh. was bored out of my mind <laughs> my god i can kind of appreciate baseball a little bit now but i'm not in in love with it or in love with it or anything as a sport i i now really love martial arts and fighting and everything mm. like that but um yeah, it was a cultural component first for me. And then I found that I was kind of okay at it. And I started to really like forms and performing and stuff like that. Mm. Then from there, I grew to love more practical sparring and, and self-defense applications and things like that. And now, yeah, it's a, a pretty well-rounded hobby of mine that I've spent a lot of time exploring and training and, and watching other people do. Mm. So it's, it's a pretty big part of me and who I am right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And you also have a podcast. I do. I have several podcasts. Um, So one is called Inside Outlook. That is from Asian Outlook Magazine and Media, which I was president of. That's a club student org here at Binghamton. We put out magazines, uh, virtual blogs, video content, and that podcast. I also do writing for their other podcast, which is called AO Storytime. It's an anthology series. So every time you listen, it's a different story, essentially, like an audio drama. Mm. One that is probably my favorite so far is called Lost Tracks. It's an audio Asian American history ghost horror sort of a thing. So that was pretty cool to write and work on. Mm -hmm. I also have Action Filmmaking Decoded, me and my friend Darren interview different action filmmakers every uh, every episode that we, we've had some pretty cool people on that show people who've worked on you know marvel franchises stuff like black panther stuff like um if anyone knows mad max if anyone knows mission impossible mm-hmm. we've had some some pretty cool names who worked on those films mm-hmm. and then the other one is called amateur hour so i'm part of a film group with darren and some other people called amateur mastermind productions and every other week we get together we kind of just talk about whatever it is that we'll talk about as young people who are trying to do film as a living. Mm. Yeah, I've listened to Amateur Hour, actually, mm-hmm. but I didn't know you had other podcasts, yeah, too. Yeah. So I maybe... love podcasts. Maybe I'll take a listen, yeah. So, would, well, yeah, thank you for being um, on this episode today. And it's a short segment, but we have to go around to all the seniors, unfortunately. So is there, like, one last word that you would like to leave before you, before you go? cinnamon no that's not (laughs) i wanted to give a really weird one word and have everyone wonder oh what what does that mean Hmm. um i guess in terms of a piece of advice would be um i i personally needed to make time i think to spend with other people Mm. i you know i spent four years in college and i've lost some people along the way some people Mm. we just drift apart some people moved away and transferred. Some people passed away. Mm. And those are there are a lot of people like that who I wish I was able to spend more time with. And you really don't know when you're going to start to lose those chances to spend time with people. And it'll also just improve your, your quality of life, I think, mm. to make time to hang out with people. Even if you have to sacrifice maybe a little bit of sleep for that or if you have to sacrifice a couple homeworks, something like that. <laughs> um, I think that is a good priority to have. And also just thank you to everyone who is... Um, influencing me over the four years i like to think i changed the community for the better i think it's a little Mm. too soon to tell what kind of influence you've had um being that you know it's so soon but i do know that other people have definitely changed me over the past four years so thank you to everyone who's graduated to everyone who just got here and everyone in between who is who has um helped change me Mm -hmm. for the better right or for the worse Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right thank you mike 
course. Thank you. So now we have our second senior, Maisha. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Maisha. I'm a senior, obviously. <laughs> I'm the current marketing chair for SACE.、Um, this is my first and I guess last year on eBoard,、mm-hmm. and I study environmental science.、Mm-hmm. Yay! Yay!、Uh, like, how would you like reflect on this past year with SACE, especially being like you just emerged from GenBod, <laughs> made、yeah. it onto eBoard?、Um, yeah, it's been really interesting this past year.、Um, especially, I a lot of my inspiration for joining. Eboard my last year just in college in general was well I'm not gonna have any other chance to so let me just try it one more shot at Eboard if that makes sense and I'm really happy I got to spend my last year here I didn't think the experience would be as rewarding as it was、mm-hmm. I think being on Eboard itself not only taught me a lot about my own work ethic and、mm-hmm. how much I truly learned to love marketing and graphic design and everything but also I think. I learned a lot about my communication styles and my connections with people, and I think I got the chance to meet so many wonderful, phenomenal people even during COVID,、mm-hmm. um, and that's all because of this position. So,、mm. did you do like graphic design before? Or I had one position for an external organization my sophomore year,、mm-hmm. but I didn't do too many graphics with them, and you know, I didn't. It was a very like easy position, if that makes sense. I didn't、mm-hmm. post that often either, so. I was never in the high stress situation where I got to one have to post a lot and、mm-hmm. understand how managing that works. But also, I didn't get a chance to explore my creativity back then either.、Mm. So I think with Sace, I was really able to understand like finding my own style, but also maintaining a certain like message and image that Sace、mm. promotes. I see, I see. Yeah, so like reflecting、It、doesn't have to be Sace related, but I've been asking everyone what their favorite memory was. In general, of all time. In general, time. or it could be with Sace, or I'm gonna be honest. It I I feel like all of my favorite memories have really been with Sace.、Mm-hmm. Um, my first external conference, my freshman year. Um, although it's kind of funny, I didn't spend it with our Sace chapter. I spent it with another Sace chapter, so、mm-hmm. Stevens Institute of Technology.、Mm-hmm. Uh, my best friend goes there. Um, so I spent a lot of time with him and his Sace chapter, and I think that's kind of what got me really interested in Sace.、Mm. I'm not trying to plug Sace the one last time as marketing chair. I swear, <laughs> that was genuinely one of the funnest weekends of my life. It was just so interesting to meet so many new people,、mm-hmm. um, especially like when you look outside your school too.、Mm. Just knowing how many different personalities and types of studies there are, and like、mm. what people are really passionate about. I think that's. One of the coolest things that I got to experience in college, and I think that inspired me to try to achieve that more, especially my last year here.、Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, I haven't been to a conference yet, so <laughs> kind of excited for that. As you should be. <laughs> They're so fun. <laughs> yeah. So you know, Michelle is known for her trolls, and you're known for your love of frogs. <laughs> so would you like to elaborate on your passion for frogs? Oh my! Everyone always talks about my passion for frogs. I'm gonna be real honest. I like all animals equally. <laughs> I'm not really sure where the frog bit came. I remember where the frog bit came from.、Um, so when Animal Crossing was coming out last year,、mm-hmm. um, there were a lot of memes out there about Froggy Chair, and I thought they were the funniest thing in the、uh. world. And I loved playing the older Animal Crossing games.、Uh-huh. So I I loved sharing all those memes about Froggy Chair. And then people eventually started sending those memes to me,、uh-huh. um, and then they eventually started sending me just flat out frog memes. <laughs> I, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I love frogs. I think they're cool. Mm -hmm. But I also love all animals pretty equally. So Mm -hmm. I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, everyone always sends me frog stuff. I guess I'm a frog girl now. (laughs) Um, My sister got me the frog hoodie that's on all over the internet for my Mm -hmm. birthday. So I think that even adds to my character. I think... Mm -hmm. Over time, I've just grown into this frog persona of a character, which I think is very funny. But um, I mean, I just like I I think animals are just cool in general. I mean, I study environmental science Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't specialize in like invasive species or anything, but I do specialize in ecosystems. So biology. So Mm -hmm. I just like learning about like the relationships between like animals and us and like, you know, it's important to protect nature on many fronts and I think animals are probably the first one where people will like empathize with and connect to in terms of like Mm -hmm. wanting to protect and be passionate about caring Mm -hmm. for so I feel like yeah I mean they're cute they're fun (laughs) (laughs) um is there like a favorite and why class you took here or just um because I remember when you were talking about like your your maple sap collection thing or like your bee class I thought those were like really cool yeah I think my bees class so it's it's like it's a class all about harvesting maple syrup maple sap and honeybee production Mm -hmm. and just like honey production in general i think that's the most unique class i've took but i would actually not say that was my favorite but i think the labs are crazy though like we got to tap maple trees and collect maple Uh syrup and do an experiment with that and then Tomorrow, actually, I'm going to visit the honeybee farm that's on campus. So oh, There's a honeybee farm on campus? Yeah, it's right by Newing. We also have a oh. bee club on campus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone follow BUB. Um, And if you guys have the space to take that class, I would highly recommend it because it's, it's really fun. It's just like a fun senior year class. But mm. my favorite Envi class, honestly, has to be um, urban ecology. That's what I take now. Mm-hmm. I think that one pertains the most to my interests especially being like a nyc girl who's really interested Mm. in the environment i think it's really validating to know there's a whole giant study that's growing for Mm. like the things i'm interested in especially a lot of people environmental people they want to work you know like deep in the forests or in rural areas and it's really great and i i love that stuff too but i think my junior year when i just took regular ecology i kind of realized i'm more passionate about bringing those ecology skills and practices into cities and like Mm -hmm. just urban areas and so I've learned so much with urban ecology and I'm really excited to eventually go into a career um of that sort or go to grad school about it and learn more and you know I think we touch upon a lot of stuff in terms of like you know like I said ecosystems and ecology and stuff like that but also just like you know how it affects soil how it affects water how it affects um just you know the types of people living there mm-hmm. and i think my favorite thing is probably how it affects like architecture and design because mm. like things like energy sustainable buildings and um green design that's something i've recently learned i think my last semester here how much i really love that and how much i'd really be interested in design and architecture and things like that which isn't it isn't directly science but it does involve a lot of scientific principle to it which Mm. i really value so Mm -hmm. that's probably my favorite class here oh yeah also because um i was really interested in that class before and i I begged my major advisor to bring it back because it wasn't it wasn't in the course schedules for the last couple of years so Uh this spring was the first time it came back in the first time for like three years so so you could ask for a class to be back and they just say here no well you can't (laughs) actually ask for it but i did hint a lot where I think it would be really cool if this class oh. was back. 
And uh, she talked to the other professors about it and see, like, would see who wanted to teach it and stuff. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah. It's also taught by my favorite professor, um, George Mindel, so mm. he's super good at what he does. I see, I see. Yeah, so you're clearly very passionate about your field. True. Do you have any, like, other hobbies outside of, like, schoolwork? Outside of schoolwork? Imagine if I spent my time doing schoolwork solely. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I really, I think from this summer onwards, like especially since quarantine and stuff, I really picked up like acrylic painting. Oh. So I love doing that. Recently, I have acquired a gouache set. So we're going to see how that paint works out. Um, oh, what? Gouache, it's another type of paint. Is it like the aesthetic things that are on TikTok? Or yeah, yeah, it's the TikTok oh. thing. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I, I just knew it as the in-between of watercolor and acrylic paint. Oh. So I thought that, that'd be cool. Uh, so I do a lot of art stuff. Um, calligraphy. I'm mm-hmm. also quite well known for the calligraphy I do, um, which is fun. And I think my other biggest like time consumption would probably be just watching movies and analyzing movies. Uh. I am such a, a movie junkie. I will watch... <laughs> So many movies, all the movies. I absolutely adore movies mm. so much. <laughs> yeah, so would you have any like words of advice for us younglings? <laughs> um, hmm, that, that's a, I feel like that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, it can be really casual, dude. This yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like what someone told me before I went into my senior year. And it was also kind of hard because COVID, uh, it like kind of restricts how much you can really interact with people, right? Mm-hmm. But I think this really um, shaped how and like why I enjoyed my senior year as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But pretty much they, I asked like like alumni I knew in terms of like what's one thing they wish they did like during their senior year more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was my sister who told me like prioritize like just one-on-one connections and mm-hmm. interactions with people. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you build those one-on-one relationships, like it, it's so much more impactful than going to like, let's say big crowds or parties all the time, mm-hmm. or just like giant groups of friends. I mean, those are fun and there's definitely a time and place for them, but I think your last year, just getting to know people as much as you can, um, there's like an intimacy of like just talking to them one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So making sure you make the most of that, I guess. And like understanding who are the people that are going to be by your side? Who are the people you want by your side? You know, how do they shape you? And, you know, how do you shape them and vice versa? And I think that's really important to analyze because, you know, in college you meet so many people, but like the truth of the matter is you're not going to have the same types of relationships with all of them. Mm -hmm. So I think really honing in on who are the people you really love and care about, that really makes college a lot more enjoyable I think mm. I spent my first like like couple of years of college just not really understanding that and just um I think not either not interacting with people at all or interacting with so many people at once it felt like I lacked like an actual support system or like people who cared for me mm-hmm. but I think I, I can be happy to say I think because I prioritized that my senior year I found people who genuinely care about me and love me and that makes me a lot happier and more confident going into like the non-college world (laughs) where it's kind of hard to socialize especially during covid but it makes you comforted to know there's still going to be people you can talk to and reach out to 
afterwards Mm -hmm. and that goes for alumni too don't don't forget to talk to us we will happily talk to you please visit us please come back for every single event go to all of our meetings i'll just i'll just live under your bed mom and go to every space yes yeah just one do you have one last quick word quick message to say before Uh, you depart oh god i i just want to thank sace as a whole community not just the e-board but as a whole larger community for everything it's given me throughout college. Like I said, like the fact that my favorite memory is a SACE memory too, Mm -hmm. that's kind of crazy. But yeah, like it means so much like to me and I think it means a lot to a lot of people just being able to have an organization where you find people where you identify with, but then you also kind of find your own voice and your Mm -hmm. own identity. And that's in the workplace, but I think that's also just casually too, just like how you connect and love and care for people. Mm. And so, yeah, it's a great community we have here and even externally and really make the most of that. So Mm. I would like to thank the entire SACE fam for all of that. And make sure to follow at Bing SACE and at SACE, (laughs) Northeast SACE region (laughs) on Instagram. I think that's their handle. (laughs) You heard it. Well, (laughs) thank you for coming here today, Maisha. It was a pleasure talking to you. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Maho. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So now we have our third senior with us, which is our own president, Michelle. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Michelle. I'm a senior graduating. Um, I major in biomedical engineering, and I'm currently, or was, the president (laughs) for um, this year's SACE eBoard. Happy, Mm -hmm. happy to be here. Yep. So how would you, like, reflect on your past year with SACE? Oh, okay. So, like, recently I've been, like, going to sleep and, like, um, really reflecting back on my experiences overall Mm -hmm. in college and, like, just realizing, like, how much SACE has been, like, such a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we had that, um, our last e-board dinner, like, in the past week or something, um, it really hit me that I'm, like, leaving everyone and, like, it made me realize how important SACE is to me and, like, how far it's gotten me in life Mm -hmm. and in these past four years. Like, I didn't think it would make such a big impact on myself, Um, but I'm very happy that I joined. Um, I was scared my freshman year. (laughs) I I see where, like, you know, the freshmen are and how they have grown in this past year, and it just... I'm just extremely wowed by everything, and very sentimental and upsetting. Oh. <laughs> Was there like a favorite college memory? Or like, doesn't have to be a safe memory, just like something that. College memory. Oh, God. I feel like sometimes when people ask me this, it's like I can't come up with on the spot. <laughs> Let me think. Um. Uh, oh, okay. I guess like it is SACE related because I'm always with SACE. Mm-hmm. Um. There was this one time, um, I think I've told multiple people about this, we went to Northeast Regional Conference in Boston, um, and in my car was Caitlin Wan, Anna, and we also have Melinda, and that night when we arrived in Boston, we went Mm -hmm. to go get hot pot, Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, Bing does not have hot pot here for us, (laughs) Um, and we were like, it was all you can eat, so we're just like gobbling everything down and stuffing ourselves until like we can't breathe anymore. Mm-hmm. And that same night, everyone was sick <laughs> except Anna in the room. So it's like six girls in the room, we're all piled together in like this small hotel room, and we're like, some of us are like throwing up, some of us are like oh, no. coughing and dying on the side. Like, I don't know what hit about that hot pot, but something just like set us all off, and Anna had to take care of all of us, and it was like, 
Looking back, it is very funny. And <laughs> some people in the boys' room also were sick. Um, I know Asan got sick from it, and he oh, couldn't no. talk the next day. I don't know what happened. Oh, but no. <laughs> still a fun experience. Memories are memories. Memories are Well, you're kind of infamous in saves for living trolls. So, which, <laughs> I know this is sudden. I'm just trying to bring up personality here. Right. When when did your love for them start? Okay, so there is this girl um, that I know. Her name is Emma, and she introduced trolls to me. I think like my freshman year, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, trolls! Like, ah, oh, what is that? So I watched the movie. And I'm like, wow, oh, this is such a cute movie. And then the that following summer, I worked at a summer camp, mm-hmm. and it just so happened to be that my team's dance was for a troll song. And I guess like I just associate memories from like working at the camp with the kids that I really liked, and then also with my friend Emma. And I just kept watching trolls and over and over again. And then I kept saying, "Oh, like let's do, let's get troll stuff." And I thought their stuff was so cute. And mm-hmm. everyone knows I have two gigantic pink, bright pink trolls hats that mm-hmm. like I wear to like almost like every occasion <laughs> that should be formal, but I don't make it formal with hats. Um, I have a trolls blanket that can also turn into like a cape <laughs> that Skylar Lai gave me. Uh-huh. People give me like trolls Mad Libs. Um, I have a trolls gibbets on my crocs. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I have so much trolls. And my parents like, my dad really likes trolls too. He's always like, oh yeah, you gotta watch the movie, you gotta watch the movie. Oh, mm. only, I also only like the first one, not the second one. Ooh, just saying. Um, the second one was just okay. <laughs> um, and then my mom has never watched the movie, but like um, this past, my past 22nd birthday, that was just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. my friends got me a pair of like trolls themed headphones. And my mom saw them on my desk and she's like, oh, okay, those are cool. You can keep them. As if she's like finally come to terms with my obsession for trolls. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think it's a meme. It's not a meme. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoy trolls. Is Everyone it, should watch it. Is it like the storyline or is it just like the characters that like attract yeah. you? To I think them? it's like, it's like both. I think it's very like encouraging for people to like not give up. And like the characters are just so fun and uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love Queen Poppy. She's <laughs> great. Um, and I just, it's just, it's just there to brighten my day. You know? Ah, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other like hobbies outside of trolls? Hobbies outside of trolls. Oh, I love shopping. Mm. That's like a whole different <laughs> you know, when during school, like, um, I think like two weeks ago, I was like really experiencing burnout, mm-hmm. and I just like didn't want to do any of my projects at that moment. And all of a sudden, I'm like online shopping, and I like I'm looking at my car, and there's like 400 things in it. And I'm just like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so shopping is great. Retail therapy is <laughs> Retail great, therapy. Um, especially during the school year. Um, but let's see. In terms of like actual hobbies, um, I love running. Mm. Um, I do try to get a run in at least like two to three times a week mm. um, because I think that for me, like to get away from stress and like to make sure I'm like staying healthy and mm. like worrying about my own mental health and then like my fitness, I think is a great way to get away from school. Mm. Um, I just run around the neighborhood. It's like no big deal. Like I don't take it super seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what else? Yeah, we did have Sacer sizes when the weather was warm. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm sad because, like, in Bang, the weather is 
gloomy. It's so, like, temperamental. Yeah, it's like, you know, for, like, six days straight, like, mm-hmm. this past week it was, like, raining. Then I was supposed to be, ra- like, sunny for this weekend, but I keep looking at the weather, and it's always like, oh, we have clouds today. Oh, we have, like, yeah. oh, it's snowing in April. It's, yeah, when it <laughs> snowed, I was like, are you kidding me? It's just, like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I wish it was, like, warmer in Bing so we could do more exercise. Mm-hmm. Um... It's a great bonding activity with everyone. I mm-hmm. like, you know, seeing everyone there to get together and stuff to hang out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, post-grad plans? Post-grad plans. Like, coming back to visit us? Of course I will visit. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. No, I can never leave you. I'm, like, I keep telling Lance. I was, like, oh, my God, Lance. Like, yeah, include me in your meetings. Like, just keep me <laughs> updated on, like, what's going on with conference and lunch. And don't worry, like, I'm coming back on. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I keep telling everyone, like, feel free to reach out to me whenever, mm-hmm. um, cause, like, I'm always on my phone, I'll always respond to you guys. <laughs> um, in terms of, like, post-grad plans, um, so I do have a full-time offer lined up at SC Lauder, um, which is a cosmetic company, and I will be doing, um, research over there for a bit in their research and development, um, department. Mm. Um, and then I plan on doing a, taking some master's classes, um, in like ISE with a healthcare concentration in Manhattan that's through Binghamton actually so it's kind of mm-hmm. like I'll be working and also studying at the same time trying to like get it over with so that way I don't have to mm-hmm. study later on because like I'm not a big fan of school <laughs> and my mom was like oh yeah you might as well just do it now because like well I don't think I'd go back if I took a gap year to be honest uh... it's just, I can't bring myself to do it <laughs> yeah. I can't like I'm already dying and this is literally my first year in college <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. I remember those days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Mike actually left us some wise words of advice. Would you have mm-hmm. any words of advice for us younglings? Yeah, I'm sure Mike has probably the best words of advice for everyone. <laughs> so mine will probably not even compare to his. Um, but I think for me and for everyone, like what I would tell them is like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I remember, like, my freshman and sophomore year, like, people would tell me that, and I wouldn't really take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, now I'm telling everyone, like, oh, ask questions. Like, feel free to, like, reach out. Like, um, always do check-ins with each other. Um, and don't be afraid to really go for what you think is right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel that everyone's um, opinions really are valuable, and they really do matter when it comes to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned that through like my internships as well, like even working at camp, um, definitely eye-opening college really helps you mature and grow up, I would Mm. say. So always shoot for your dreams. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) One last word you would like to leave to say to to the public. Sace, I will greatly miss you. It makes me so sad that I'm leaving, but honestly, Sace is the best, and if you haven't joined, you should yes. come to our event, yes. um, and I'm so excited to see where it goes in the future. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, great. Thanks for coming here. Thank you, Maho, for having me. So now we have our fourth and final senior, and my very dear co-host, Asan. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I've never gotten a chance to introduce myself as a guest here, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my name is Asan Anarkolov. I am a senior graduating this month in mechanical engineering, and within SACE, I'm a cultural chair. Yay! <laughs> so how would you reflect on your past year with SACE or just school? Um, with SACE and school? Yeah, either okay. or. Yeah, I- I'll talk about SACE. 
The past year has been quite difficult. I imagine the three of my friends who are also graduating that you already interviewed kind of touch upon this. So I won't go too much into that uh, route, but I will say that I personally really, really enjoyed the past year with everyone that says. Mm -hmm. I feel like there has been great growth as an organization uh, because we had uh, slightly over 10 people when I joined. Mm -hmm. um, and by the time I'm graduating, there are 20 eBoard members mm -hmm. and it's still growing. And it's a great indicator that the organization is healthy, it has a lot of potential, it's expanding, a lot of GenBot members are interested in joining our organization. Mm -hmm. And all the events that we've done through this year, um, I'm just extremely proud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, I interact with a lot of students outside of SACE, uh, in SAE, which is Society of Automotive Engineers, ASME, I have friends in different orgs. And Every time we talk about organizations, they often bring up how great SACE is, mm -hmm. often with really, really cool comments. Uh, they really like our e event ideas, our engagement with general body members, and it's also a great indicator that mm -hmm. we're, doing, we're doing well. Yeah, this semester I'm really proud of our podcast <laughs> because both of us, it was our first time hosting right. a podcast and we were like so nervous. So like, how would you assess our job with the <laughs> No, that's a great point. Like, we even got to start something as cool as a podcast. Mm -hmm. And when I was asked to try this, I was a little bit intimidated, mm -hmm. but I immediately agreed because this is something new, this is something cool. Mm -hmm. And whoever I would end up working with at the time, I didn't know. Mm. Um, I was very excited to work with that person and kind of trail blaze something new mm. in our organization mm -hmm. and I went with an experimental mindset mm. I obviously I've never done a podcast before yeah. <laughs> and trying to learn everything on the go mm -hmm. with the technolo technological uh, complications at times recording it was all kind of new to both of us yeah but considering that it's our first time I think we did a really good job I've been keeping track of how many listens we have on each episode. <laughs> I'm happy to inform that the last one we did with the dating got the most views. Nice. Uh, for obvious nice. reasons. I think everyone was really excited about that episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is a very healthy inception of this project. And I'm, I know that you're going to carry it on and make it even better. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I also, like, the very first time, um, Michelle was like, Maho, would you like to do be a podcast host? I was like, me? Me? I can't even speak well. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I just wanted to challenge myself with something mm -hmm. new. And just, mm -hmm. Did you enjoy doing this? How yeah, did it go for you? It was very fun. Like, I actually love speaking, like, for this podcast now <laughs> yeah. for some reason. And I think it just really helps with public speaking, mm. too. Because now I, f I feel like I stumble over my words less. That's interesting. And you're the one who edits all the audio. Mm. So, like, naturally you are forced to listen to yourself. Yeah, I've grown you. <laughs> I've, I've get gotten used to the sound yeah. of my voice at this point. And it's like, for most people, it's super, like, annoying to listen to yourself. But after listening to myself, like you, I was able to pick up on some of the patterns of my speech, mm. um, a lot of the filling words that I use, yeah. and just become hyper-conscious of the way I speak, and you just kind of want to improve on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Well, did you have any like other outside project this semester that you're also proud of? Uh, yeah, aside from SACE, I've been closely involved with the Society of Automotive Engineers in their go-kart project. Mm. Uh, this year I was a team lead for the frame oh. and my team and I, we designed the whole frame and manufactured it. Uh, we welded the frame mm -hmm. and just now all the other sub teams like drivetrain and powertrain, they're assembling their components on our frame mm. and it's about to be completed pretty soon and we'll get to drive uh, the go-kart. That was a pretty cool project. Um, other than that, throughout this whole year, I also participated in in the workforce development program with NASA. Mm. Uh, the first semester, I did uh, their proposal training program, uh, which helps you become better technical writers. That was a pretty extensive program. Uh, I spent about six to ten hours a week on that. Wow. But it was definitely worth it because I got to learn a lot about technical writing and interact with a lot of STEM students around mm. the nation. Mm. And this semester I did the same program but for Mission Concept Academy, which got a lot more technical as far as the design. Mm. So uh, I'd say those uh, projects, aside from SACE, took uh, the most time. Mm. yeah because i remember the first time i heard that you were working with nasa i was like <laughs> nasa like oh my that's because like, it looked it just nasa like it seems yeah. like so so far from like a tiny <laughs> human like me like <laughs> yeah no matter what you do like in nasa if you just say yeah i just stop in nasa like, like whoa <laughs> you already get so much clout <laughs> and also just engineering in general like it seems like such a hard thing mm. I definitely experienced that, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, throughout my time, um, throughout my time as a mechanical engineering student, I always heard that by the time you're a senior, it gets easier. Mm. But did it? It did in some sense, mainly because a lot of the classes we got to take online, mm. and they definitely made it easier for us to take tests. Uh, because our professors are more, more lenient. Yeah. Um, they allow us open notes in some classes. And it, it's definitely by far so much easier taking tests that way than in person. Mm -hmm. But still, there's so much work to do as a senior. Especially on your senior project that takes a lot of time for you. Mm. And some of the classes that I'm taking this semester, they were also pretty, uh, pretty advanced. Oh. And I had to spend a lot of time on them. Mm. Did you have like a favorite class by any chance? Uh, my favorite class, you know, I really enjoyed my senior project um, because just the project that I got to work on is really cool. Uh, mm. We have an actual client outside of our school and we have been commissioned to work with a device that they have at their museum. Mm. And this device is for the Apollo Lunar Module Simulator and it's Ooh. a genuine device that trained Apollo astronauts in the 60s to send them to the moon. Wow. So, and it belongs to the Smithsonian Institute, but it's being loaned at the local museum at TechWorks. Mm -hmm. And my team and I, we got to uh, build the CAD version of the whole assembly. And it's a giant assembly. It's, mm. a, it's like 14 feet height. Wow. And wow. we got to measure everything by hand to replicate it in CAD. And the second part of the project was to create the frame that supports that whole structure for an exhibition. Mm -hmm. And 
within that design, I just learned a lot of cool skills. I expanded on my theoretical knowledge because there were a lot of calculations that we did in the project. And just the idea that we got to work with such a historic uh, relic. Mm -hmm. um, again, like I never go out and pursue like aerospace kind of projects, mm. but a lot of my courses end up being in that direction. Mm. And this one definitely is the biggest one out of uh, my projects. So is like your like future, like what you want to do for your future career, like different from the classes you did? I would say so. Yeah. Uh, well, specifically from aerospace engineering, a lot of my projects ended up being in that direction. Like even during my junior year, we did landing gear designs, which is like the landing gear of an airplane. Mm. Uh, during my senior year, like I worked on my senior project and the two programs I did with NASA, they're all like, if someone look, looks at my resume, they think that I'm very interested in aerospace, mm. but I just did them because those, uh, what the opportunity presented. In reality, I'm definitely more interested in uh, other things, mm -hmm. not as interested in aerospace. Um, but the job that I found will heavily revolve around computer-aided design, which is CAD. And a lot of the uh, CAD that I used during my projects directly relates to that. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, so I've been asking all the seniors for like a word of <laughs> advice for the young Ling. So would you have, like, if there was one piece of advice that you could give us? <laughs> one piece of advice? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I wonder what everyone else said because I do not want to repeat. Um, what, what did the three of them say? Oh, well, Mike was like, you know, well, Mike and Michelle were basically like reach out to new people. I mean, all three of them were just like reaching out mm. to like people, just bonding, communicating. Gotcha. Yeah. No, those are definitely big, big uh, pieces of advice. Mm -hmm. And I also uh, agree with that. Um, and I also would like to emphasize the importance of making mistakes mm. because uh, as an underclassman, uh, freshman, sophomore, even upperclassman, a lot of people tend to shy away from joining different projects mm. because they don't give themselves enough credit. Mm -hmm. They think they'll mess up, they'll fail. But I personally always welcome mistakes. I know I've done a lot of them as a student, but they're nothing but the learning opportunity and mm -hmm. do better next time. So every time you have made a mistake, just don't be too hard on yourself. Acknowledge the mistake. Apologize to certain people if it affected them. Mm. And try to do better next time with, the, with those things in mind. Um, at least that's what I try to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, I know we don't have too much time. So I'm not <laughs> going to go too in-depth yeah. with other so pieces just, of advice. So just one, would you like to say one quick message to say before you depart? <laughs> <laughs> a quick message to say. Um, I genuinely loved, loved my involvement with SACE. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I came to Binghamton University as a transfer and an international student. So naturally, it was a little bit rough in the beginning during my mm -hmm. first semester. But I ended up taking a thermodynamics course with Lenz. Oh. Uh, we're in the same class. That's where I met him for the first time. He was a sophomore. Mm -hmm. I was a junior. And um, here and there, I would hear uh, from him talking about SACE, and I kind of got curious. Mm -hmm. So I just asked him, hey, like, you're in SACE, right? And that was kind of like the inception of my involvement. And oh. um, he told me a little bit about the organization, invited me to a couple of events. So like, slowly but surely, I started participating more and more. Mm -hmm. I went to their study halls, mm -hmm. uh, their resume reviews, and eventually, 
I spoke to Cheyenne, and he encouraged me to run for a transitional mm. during the spring semester. And I did, and I got the position. It was a great time. And like gradually through every interaction that I had with the e-board members, I was learning something new. Mm -hmm. I was encouraged to do something different, something that I hadn't thought about before. And now that I'm here, when I look back to all the connections I made through SAIS, it's just, it warms my heart. Mm. And even right now I'm getting a little bit of goosebumps because <laughs> like I don't sit down and reflect on all the things I've done yeah. through SAIS. But like now that I'm talking about it, it's definitely, it puts it in retrospect a little bit. And it's just been such a cool time. Mm. And I know for a fact that if it wasn't for my involvement with SAIS and everyone else mm -hmm. uh, within the organization, I know that my experience at Binghamton would not have been as fulfilling for me mm. and I just want to take the time to thank each one of you whoever is listening to this episode <laughs> <laughs> you're OG <laughs> Mavo and I love you yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seriously I love you all I'm going to miss you tremendously uh, like I said many many times never hesitate to reach out to me mm -hmm. you all have my phone number my <laughs> social media yeah. um, I know that I'm entering into the quote-unquote adult world mm -hmm. uh, with a professional track and everything and eventually you will also get to that point mm. where you'll Scary. get thinking about Terrifying. internships and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah finding jobs and kind of making that transition for yourselves and it's always helpful to have another person who has already done that mm. and I would be super super happy to be that person for you anytime mm. you need some advice or anything mm. else Alright, well, thank you, Asan. <laughs> thank you so much, Maho. So that concludes our senior send-off episode. Thank you to Mike, Maisha, Michelle, and Asan for taking time out of their day to come chat with us one last time. It's really been an honor working with all of you, and everyone in SAIS loves you a lot. We'll miss you guys so, so much. Um, good luck with you know future endeavors, post-grad plans, and definitely come visit. As for you guys listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of SaysCast. Now, unfortunately, this one is the last of the semester, but we have some summer episodes coming up and a new season in the fall with a brand new co-host. Ooh! So if you want to know who they are or if you just miss us, come tune in to one of our summer episodes and our fall episodes. And I know finals week is coming up and we're all kind of stressed about it. Um, so good luck to everyone who has finals, who has any last club activities. I know you guys are going to do great. And I just want to take this time to say thank you guys for the support for this podcast. It's kind of been an experimental thing for me and Asan, but we both come to love this podcast very, very dearly. So thank you guys a lot, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye! <laughs>